At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. What a weekend it was. The Astros win the World Series. LSU upsets Bama as a two-touchdown dog in the twilight zone that is the NFL just continues with the head-scratching results. How many... Pushes were there this week, by the way. Like, everything landed on three. Right. My Vikings bet one of them, by the way. Uh, welcome in. VEASAN Final Countdown live from Las Vegas. Stormy Bonantoni alongside Jonathan Von Tobel. Matt Brown was actually at the Alabama LSU right. game, so he's probably still just recovering, I, I think, is say, what's happening. A night game in Death Valley in which they won in overtime on a two-point conversion. I would assume that he, uh, yeah, has a lot of stuff to get out of his uh, system both uh, figuratively and literally. Yeah, very disappointed, though, he didn't rush the field. Come on. Is he sure? He told me he wasn't. I don't know. I feel like Matt's Lying. one of those, like, he wants to put out a persona of, like, mm. you know, smooth and coolness. In reality, he was like, oh, my God, and, like, <laughs> ran out there and was with everybody else. Playing it too cool. We right. also have college hoops underway today. How many games are there, actually? A hundred? <sighs> there's a lot. So <laughs> there's, many. There's Actually, it's already underway, like, now, now, too. We saw a couple of teams uh, already take the floor. I think Stanford's playing right now, if I have this okay. correctly, so... Well, the College Hoops betting guide that you contributed to coming out on Thursday, Wes Reynolds, who is also a contributor, covered the ACC and Big Ten. He's going to join us in hour two in studio. We've got Vinny Maiulo on the desk. Later on this hour, he'll give us the lowdown where all the money is going in Monday Night Football, how the weekend was from the books. But, hey, let's start there with Monday Night Football. The Ravens, a one and a half, have also seen two-point favorites at the Saints tonight. Total 46, 46 and a half. Uh, Ravens' first game with Roquan Smith and a defense that, quite frankly, could use him offensively. No Mark Andrews, no Rashad Bateman for the rest of the year. The Saints coming off that shutout win over the Raiders last week, but they're still struggling with some injuries as well. Yeah, so I've got a contest play on the Saints at two and a half, uh, and I haven't bet this actual game yet, so I will be rooting for the Saints tonight. Uh, not that it makes much difference. I'm doing tremendously in the uh, the Super Contest. Um, that's sarcasm. I sense that. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, look, like I think one of the things that is kind of undervalued about the Saints is how well Andy Dalton's played this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it from a PFF grading standpoint, he has graded out as the better quarterback, albeit the smaller sample size. But still, we're talking about what now? Five games for Andy Dalton. Uh, the lower turnover-worthy play rate, it's Andy Dalton. Uh, the the better uh, yards per attempt, it's Andy Dalton. Like He's checked a lot of boxes here for the New Orleans Saints, despite all of the injuries that they have dealt with. Uh, and you mentioned it. I don't know how much Roquan Smith really upgrades the Ravens in a first game back, especially when you're trying to learn the scheme and whatnot. Uh, so I, I would say that these struggles defensively that you kind of alluded to for Baltimore, you know, some, some metrics, uh, bottom half of the league defensively, 
I think this is a pretty good spot for New Orleans, who's kind of been delivering in a lot of these. I mean, just look at last week where they were a home underdog to the Las Vegas Raiders and didn't let them cross midfield until Jarrett Stidham got in. I like this Saints team a lot. There's been a couple of times where I picked and, uh, picked and chose my spots to back them, and this is another one, at least from a contest perspective, that I'm in on. So as far as the Saints go defensively, I feel like we obviously have seen them progress these last couple of weeks, particularly up front. That front seven has been a lot better. But how much do you think that they could come down to earth after the shutout win last week? I feel like normally when a team does pitch a shutout, they come back and it's a little bit of an uphill sled the next week. Yeah, and, well, and it's a different offense, right? Like, that's the other thing. Derek Carr, with allegedly a back injury, is not going to extend plays or have designed runs in his favor. Uh, I would say that there's a chance. And the more important thing, too, is what you alluded to, which is the fact that, like, this team overall, they've actually kind of been in the bottom half of the league in terms of EPA numbers. For a good chunk of the season, they have just started to kind of creep their way back up here. But the one thing that I think you have a little bit of faith in, uh, their rush defense is great. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, they are the third best rush defense in the NFL in terms of EPA per play. Uh, that is something that, of course, the Ravens want to do here. Also beat up at running back. Uh, you have Ken, uh, Drake that's going to come in here and start this game. So I think that maybe, like from a secondary standpoint, are you susceptible to some big plays? Perhaps, and maybe some play action spots you can get got. Uh, but I would think it, the way that you've played defensively against the run all season long, it sets up pretty nicely for them. So I don't have a like firm bet on this game. My leans were kind of Ravens first half, Saints plus two for the game, largely because we know late in games, the Ravens have struggled, a lot of blown leads. Um, oh, yeah. They're dead last defensively in DVOA in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, New Orleans, the complete opposite. It seems like they really struggle the first three quarters of games, and then all of a sudden, they're the number three ranked offense in the fourth quarter. So that's the way that like my leans kind of play out. Ravens fifth in the NFL in opponent first half points allowed, just 8.8. Um, and, and like we said, things just kind of fall off in the second half. So that's, that was my approach going in. I don't know if I'll actually do anything pre-flop or if I just kind of want to play with that live. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, well, and like, look, for example, like two, like I use it in the contest. Two's dead. I mean, like a one yeah. and a half. Like you could sit back and go in game and wait for something. Like I always like to wait. So, you know, we know that these these opening drives are scripted. And generally you have a lot of success on opening drives. So depending on if ball, what Baltimore does, but let's say Baltimore gets the ball, goes downfield three or seven, then you can come in in game and grab something with New Orleans at, at a much better number than what is, you know, one and a half at this point. Right Would now. you be sold on the Saints being live as a money line play? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think so. Like, look, I think, well, one, like it's telling us, right, in terms of implied probability, it's not that high for uh, Baltimore in terms of their probability of winning this game as it's set right now. Uh, and just the way that this team, I think, is delivered in certain spots, I would say absolutely that the Saints are alive in this spot. All right, we'll talk more about this game many times throughout yeah. the course of the show. We've also got prop watch coming up, some potential prop betting opportunities. But the big news of the day Remember a couple of weeks ago when Colts owner Jim Irsay said oh, Frank remember. Reich was safe? Well, yes. apparently not. He is out as a head coach in Indy, officially fired this morning following the 26-3 to loss to the Patriots. You are a Colts fan. So take me through the emotions that you felt when, okay, Frank Reich is fired, which I think was largely expected. And then Jeff Saturday is yeah, named the well, interim head coach. The, uh, the, the Jeff Saturday thing, I think, is frankly shocking. It, it, it's insane that what they're doing here. Now, unless, the, I guess it's a conspiracy, unless they're doing everything they can to lose games, which I'm totally down with uh, as you move forward, that's the thing. But look, when it comes to Frank Reich, I think what happened, because think about it. If you actually look, Stormy, like go back to last year, and this is how, how quick life comes at you. Going into that game against Jacksonville, Matt Humans and myself both had tickets on the Colts at 40 to 1 to win the AFC. They were the hottest item out there. Like they were playing really good football. Uh, they had a lot of good wins. Defensively, they were among the best teams in the NFL, and their offense had been playing relatively well. It looked like they were going to be a real contender in the AFC, but then they lose in Jacksonville. Carson Wentz doesn't work out. They ship him off. They go get Matt Ryan. And I think that's kind of what happened here with Frank Reich. The organization twice now sent out assets, albeit not great assets, but still assets nonetheless, to go get two quarterbacks that Frank Reich said, I can make them work. Neither one of them worked. Mm -hmm. And then now you have this year where your offense is among, actually it is the worst in the NFL. That I think is probably what sent him packing. He had been relatively successful. I mean, you see the career record and the win percentage and whatnot. He was dealt a poor hand when Andrew Luck retired when he did, but he did pretty well with Phillip Rivers, relatively well with Carson Wentz. I think it's what he talked this organization into doing and how bad this went this year as to why it's here. But like the Jeff Saturday thing, I mean, they threw it out in the ESPN article like, hey, you know, he was head coach of like some high school or something like that. Like, Where I looked at his record, he went three and seven as a, as a high school coach in Georgia. <laughs> that is his only head coaching experience at any level. 
if you if you read some reports, it's about Ursay wanting ears in the locker room and eyes in the locker room, and Saturday being a longtime Colt, obviously in the Ring of Honor and all that stuff is going to do that. Six-time Pro Bowler, all yeah. those things. Uh, so like he's going to do it for him. But I think at the end of the day, like this organization clearly is sliding. The offense, the roster is not as good as we expected it to be. Their offensive line has become an absolute weakness. Their wide receiver core is a weakness as well. I think what's now is the time for them is it's it's time to build. Mm-hmm. It's time to lose as many games as you can. It's time to get one of these young quarterbacks in this draft, which seems loaded with quarterback talent. And it's time to start to build on a guy who could be there for 10 years as opposed to two. So you're saying Sam Ellinger isn't the guy. No, no. Well, you know what? To be honest with you, like you're just kind of disappointing. I felt bad with, for him this past game. Sacked nine times. Right, and you know what's crazy is if you look at it, they're bare. Like I thought when they were going to switch him, we're talking like designed runs and like you know like some exotic offense. That hasn't been the case. They, they've been just running the same stuff except with Sam Ellinger as opposed to Matt Ryan. It's just not going to cut it. Well, as far as things go in the immediate future, they've got the Raiders coming up this week, and that number I believe has gone up from five and a half to seven and a half. Really? Is that what? I'll, I'll pull up my screen right yeah. now. I didn't see that since the uh, the firing, but that would make sense. And look, the market's had, so it looks like it's six here at the South Point. Okay. Like, Maybe it was seven that I saw on DraftKings earlier. But regardless, like I'll say this, as this probably continues to climb as we get closer to this Sunday, the market's had this weird thing for the Las Vegas Raiders. They go off as road favorites against Jacksonville. We saw what happened this last weekend. They go off as road favorites against the New Orleans Saints. In fact, of their road games, they've gone off as road favorites three times, and they've lost those three games outright. So what I'm saying is they seem to be a team that is somewhat overvalued by the market, and now you're coming back home, and you can tell me that, sure, like I guess because Frank Reich gets fired, the Colts are worse. But if Frank Reich was a bad coach, him not being there, how does that make them worse? I, I think that the market kind of gets a little overzealous with some of these. And a lot of handicappers will call this like the rallying moment, right? Where they'll come out and they'll, they'll hey, man, our guy got fired. Let's everybody play a little bit better. I think sometimes it's just the market gets a little like out of whack and mm-hmm. overreacts to a firing. And thus, maybe they get inside a big number. So we'll see where this gets closed. But like, if we're talking about like seven, seven and a half against one of the worst defenses in the NFL and the Raiders, I would not say no to the Colts. So it was seven that I saw earlier, and I see it now at six and a half. So yeah. that just keeps kind of teetering around that. But as far as the Raiders, I guess we might as well get into some discussion from this past Sunday because they, again, find a way to blow a 17-point lead. How do they keep doing this? And, I mean, how many – closed door meetings are we going to see with McDaniels did he, I miss, did he have another one I didn't see uh, but I'm pretty, sure. I, I'm pretty sure though you would I, imagine no you're like look I think you're right and to me it comes back down to one thing their defense is not good I mean look at with the the Jacksonville Jaguars today or last uh, yesterday over 400 yards of offense pretty much six yards per play on the ground it was a 168 yards and 4.5 yards per attempt this Raiders team has its moments on offense, and you can say that you shouldn't be getting shut out in second halves, which has kind of been their thing. The second halves have been terrible. Well, it's like they went away from Devontae Adams in the second half, which was completely working yep. great. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing. Like, their, their, their game plans seem to be really disjointed. But I think at the end of the day, this defense now, I mean, I've got the EPA numbers in front of me. I think they're like – like four, fifth worst in the NFL and their pass defense is among the worst. I think they're second worst behind the lions. You're not going to hold many leads when you have mm-hmm. some of the worst secondary out there. I was looking at Sean King's Twitter. Cause they just keep popping up on yep. my feed for whatever reason. And it was just like repeated tweets about Derek Carr being awful. <laughs> Derek Carr is bad. It's weird um, too, man. Cause this is a system that was supposed to maximize him. It's his worst career year. It's his career worst year. I should say. Well, it's like ever since he had the, the broken leg that ended that yeah. would have been maybe MVP type caliber season. He just hasn't, gotten to the point that we all expected him to be in this year with Devontae Adams specifically and all of the weapons doesn't help that Darren Waller's not out there on the field but with Josh Jacobs Hunter Renfro in the preseason you imagine that things would really come together but yeah that was a tough one Jags were down 17 nothing came back to outscore Vegas 27 to 3 the rest of the way lots more to get into with what I called the Twilight Zone the alternate universe that is the NFL I'm looking at you, Bills. I'm looking at you, Packers. What has happened to Aaron Rodgers? We'll get into all of that and more in just a little bit. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here on VSIN Final Countdown, get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season. For just $99, get VSIN Pro Access all the way through the Super Bowl, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Reminder that College Hoops Guide coming out this Thursday. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe and get your $99 midseason special today. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. And I saw you typing away as I was reading that, JBT. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to... Ben Fox is breathing down my neck. We have a weekly digital meeting. Oh, okay. And so he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm on the air. It's okay. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, because he really drops the hammer. He's he very, very serious, very scary man. man. Well, so I was just saying, I'm glad that you're doing work and not telling me what the exchange rate is on oh, $99 yeah, no, you're, you're in Canada. Good. I feel like that's Matt's played out bit. So. <laughs> I mean, bit, sorry. Not yeah, bit. Um, lots of NFL still to get into. And I think one that was very top of mind for everybody, and it was very confusing to watch, was how the Jets dogged the Bills and made Josh Allen and the Super Bowl favorite look bad yesterday. Buffalo falling 2017 is a 10 and a half, 11 point favorite. And I feel like every week, Robert Sala is just feeling better and better about the receipts. That game, I mean, it didn't feel like a fluke either. Like, the Jets looked good. No, like, and that's the thing. So, this is not that that Broncos game, right? That Broncos game where, like, what was it? They got out game, like, 21 first downs to nine or whatever yeah. it was. And it was completely ridiculous that they pulled The Browns away. come back. There's no way. Yeah, like, right, you know, exactly. that's very lucky. <laughs> where the Browns let them win that game. Yeah. Like, no, this was, like, they. I think they only got outgained or they outgained to the Bills by one yard. But in terms of yards per play, it was, like, point one in terms of what they either outgained or got outgained by. No, this was a legitimate win in which they played relatively toughly with Buffalo. But I, and I hate to do this, but I, I actually kind of wanted to focus on Buffalo standpoint because I, I know we're not allowed to do this with the Buffalo Bills. But very quietly over the last two games, Josh Allen has reverted back to old Josh Allen. He's committed seven turnover-worthy plays over the last two games. For the season, his turnover-worthy play rate is at 4.8%. That's very high. And he's got three of these games, by the way, too. Remember, against Miami, he committed six turnover-worthy plays in that game. Put the ball on the turf a bunch of times. Seven in the last two. He's got 17 for the season. And that, I think, like, Josh Allen's really good. And I want to get that very clear because sometimes I get pushed back whenever I question Buffalo and its greatness. And their defense is awesome. But there are times throughout the seasons where Josh Allen reverts back to what he has been, which is like really bad in terms of ball security. And now over the last two games, he has done that. And he has committed a turnover-worthy play in the last four games and in every game but one this season. And I, and I think that's kind of the takeaway for Allen and the Bills. If they're going to be really good and if they're going to get everything that they want this season in terms of a championship, obviously it rests on him, but it rests on him not becoming the old Josh Allen because in their losses, he has been just that. And it's killed him. Yeah, he's picked off twice yesterday. One of those in the red zone, sacked five times on 15 pressures. The Buffalo offense was held to just three points in the second half. And now we're hearing that on one of those hits, Josh yep. Allen's elbow, um, a point of concern, dealt with a UCL injury as well in the past. So if you are a Josh Allen MVP 
ticket holder, what's your level of concern with what you're, you're seeing in reverting to old Josh Allen and now a potential elbow issue? So I, I think you're still feeling fine, right? Obviously, the only person I think that is going to usurp you now would be Jalen Hurts if that is going to be the case. Like Matt and I actually talked about this. I think it was either this last Friday or the Friday before. Like I think Josh Allen is – I know Jalen Hurts is up there in terms of the odds. I think Allen should probably be the favorite. I know they've suffered two losses. But in terms of how these machines both work, uh, there is much more, I think, onus on Josh Allen mm-hmm. to perform as opposed to Jalen Hurts. Um, not to take away from anything that Hurts has. But I think, like, you know, like right now, I, I think you're feeling okay. But, like, there's like a bead of sweat coming down your brow. Because like, you're looking around, you're going, all right, like, Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're not playing perfect, but he's kind of coming around in terms of his numbers. Hurts and the Eagles have the easy schedule in the National Football League, and they're not going to stop anytime soon. So I think they're going to be fine if they win, like, what they project to be, like, what, now, 13 games or so? Um, but I think there's like, a, there's, like, a bead of sweat coming down. You're like, all right, like, we got to kind of – the injury, too. We got to kind of maintain path here, guys. Yeah. And credit Josh Allen, by the way, too, for taking responsibility um, in his press conference afterwards. Like, it's hard to win a game when you're playing a good team and your quarterback plays, like, bleep, and yep. he, like, recognized that, you know, he's part of the issue in this game. Bills, to me, are just a team that's built to play in front. And so when they're in these situations, when they're in these close games, two and seven in one possession mm-hmm. game since the start of last season, the only team with more one possession losses in that time is the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are one of the worst teams in the NFL both years. So that's something that gives me a little bit of cause for concern with the Bills. Um, just hopefully they can continue to put things together because I really like them this year. Like I have them playing in the Super Bowl. I also in the preseason had the Packers in the Super Bowl, which I, I clearly a, is not going that direction. For the NFL guy that had Colts Vikings. So I'm looking good on one side. Yeah. There you, oh, speaking of which, Minnesota. Seven and one. Yeah. You see Kirk Cousins on the plane with the ice Kirk and the Thuggins, dancing. Yeah. What is happening here? Uh, look. <laughs> so I will say this. So Kirk Cousins and the Vi- this was one of those games. So I was on uh, Minnesota, and you mentioned that it fell on a push. Uh, in terms of, you have Kirk Thuggins. Look at oh, him, dude. God. By the way, <laughs> shockingly shredded Kirk Cousins. Did you see his six-pack? Like, he is absolutely lean and cut. It's crazy. Well, look uh, at the move. I think he's kind of flexing when he does that, too. You know, he knows what's happening here. No, there's like a, there's another angle where you see, like, his six-pack. Like, we're talking washboard. It's wild. Uh, and I did not expect that. Like, I thought he was skinny fat. You know what I mean? And maybe it's like the, the rib protector, but he doesn't look that in shape. But anyway, uh, I could talk about that video for hours. Um, I think sounded you like you wanted them, to. I do. Um, <laughs> but like they're they're kind of aggravating. But can we talk about very quickly? There needs to be a rule when a ref interferes the play, albeit on accident. That's an interception for the Minnesota Vikings. And instead, the safety gets taken out by the official. It ends up as a play on the one yard line, and we know what happens from there. Like. That was ridiculous. And that made a difference. Like, I mean, happens, in terms of a betting thing, like, that was crazy. It's happened, like, a few times already this year, too. I, it has. That was the first one in my memory that was, like, a million yards downfield. Yeah. That was the crazy part. Like, Heineke gets totally bailed out because he throws into, like, quintuple coverage. And the ref's like, oh, sorry, bro. And he takes out the guy. I just, I thought that was ridiculous. And also, I'm salty because, of course, they didn't cover. And you know. I know. So, I got the push on the three in right. this game, and I was very oh. irritated. Um, but, like... Credit where credit is due. The Vikings are winning games, whereas in a lot yes. of close games last season, they weren't coming out on the winning end. So, like, they're, I'm looking at their plus 33 scoring differential in the fourth quarter, second best in the NFL. They're able to put things together when it counts. And in this game specifically, something that Matt and I talked about a lot on the show was like, okay, Taylor Heineke's fourth quarter heroics are eventually going to come yes. back down to earth. And then we saw that with the fourth quarter interception, the three and out, the incompletion and the sack on the final possession, and the Vikings are able to get the win. Yeah, and I'll say, so I like this Vikings team a lot. And I, as a person, have been burned many times. Like last year, uh, I had them, uh, and they take it to win the conference. I love, I love them. I've always made the case. Matt always laughed at me. I've, I've been very pro Kirk Thuggins throughout his entire career. Uh, and humans has always told me no. And it's finally starting to kind of come to fruition here with the Vikings. And like you said, they're winning these games. They'll allow some teams to get back in it, but they're taking care of what they should take care of. Uh, but when you look at like next week, the Josh Allen injury kind of ruins it a little bit. But like that's a team where I think they're about to run into a buzzsaw because mm-hmm. I, I think they're 7-1 and they're a solid team. But when you look at the way that they have won these games and how tight it has been with some, we'll call them lesser opponents, like the Lions, like the Bears, like the Dolphins without their starting quarterback, I think this is one where maybe, like, if I hope this Josh Allen news kind of lingers for a little bit and this number can get under seven because I feel like Minnesota's under, like, due for a kind of a rude awakening this weekend. Yeah, right now sitting at that seven and a half. Um, but our Vikings to win the division tickets are looking pretty good. Aaron yes. Rodgers and the Packers, meanwhile, held to just nine points in a loss to the Lions a fifth straight loss for Green Bay. This Detroit team was averaging the worst 
32.1 points per game allowed in all of the NFL, and still the Packers can only manage nine points. Well, when you go 0 for 4 in the red zone, and I think all three of your turnovers are inside the red zone, that's going to happen. Ugh. And uh, it's uh, it sucks because so I bet this game after the first two drives, because the first two drives both ended in red zone turnovers. Lions went for it on a fourth and one, and they got turned away. And then Aaron Rodgers, I think that was the interception where he threw it off the face mask mm-hmm. uh, of the Lions defender. And so I bet it in game over. I was like, I mean, they're moving up and down the field. And then there's like two other red zone turnovers. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Aaron Rodgers was terrible. The the throw to Bakhtiari on the left side where they actually run some weird tackle, like eligible thing. And he actually could have gotten it if he didn't just noodle arm it to him. This was such a weird game because if you looked at it statistically, this should have been a higher scoring game regardless of what was happening. And it should have been a better game for Green Bay. I bet them in a contest because I thought that this was going to be like the day in which Green Bay kind of got right against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And there were the ingredients for it. But, man, like this team's cursed. And now they're beat up. Like Romeo Dubs is mm-hmm. banged up. Aaron Jones is banged up. Like I just – Rashawn Gary right, done say, for right? the year. Like I just – I don't know what to do with this Packers team anymore because I haven't – I haven't taken a lot of shots with them. My last one before this uh, was my Bay Bay teaser, the Tampa Bay Green Bay teaser, but I, I don't know what to do with them now at this I point. I love that name. The Bay Bay teaser, right? The Bay right? Bay teaser, yeah, that's, that's good. good. Um, but yeah, you mentioned the only one that's appreciated. The Rodgers, three interceptions, two of them at the goal line, 50 per, 50% completion percentage for the two-time defending MVP. Um, last time, three quarterbacks had three-plus picks within the opponent's 25-yard line. The quarterbacks were Kyle Allen, Blake Bortles, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So that's not exactly the company you expect Aaron Rodgers to be with in this case. So I don't know if it's his thumb. I don't know if he's just if, – if it's the weapons thing. But I feel like a lot more of this is on his shoulders than he's taken – ownership of, which is kind of frustrating. I think this game for sure. I think he was not very good in this game at all. And then like every time they were showing him, he's cursing at somebody and yelling and like that can't, I'm not a psychologist. They can't help. Yeah. Right. Like when you're kind of pointing a bunch of fingers and every once in a while going, yeah, I'm playing all right. But still like that cannot help the vibe in this locker room. It's like falling apart. That's exactly what I saw from Kyler Murray yesterday too. It's just, you know, the body language is not speaking positive volumes. We're going to step aside when we come back. Vison Vinny, Vinny Maiulo, sports betting hall of famer, odds maker here at the South Point's going to join us on the desk, talk some college football, talk some weekend results, and of course, where the money is going for the Monday night game coming up tonight. Don't go anywhere. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing at BetRivers Online Sportsbooks, your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or hoops fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet and Get, Sunday Football, Parlay Insurance, and more. BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. We're rolling along here live from the South Point in Las Vegas. Stormy Bonantoni and Jonathan Bontobel on the desk alongside... Vison Vinny, Vinny Maiulo, odds maker here at the South Point, joins us now. How was the weekend? Good, Stormy, JVT. Good to be with uh, the yes. both of you. Weekend was uh, weekend was good. Saturday, um, kind of a, a break even. You know, it was, it was another roller coaster on Saturday in terms of results. Um, but all it did was set up uh, a terrific betting day yesterday. Um, yesterday wound up uh, okay for the, for us. Which I think is is somewhat surprising to folks because a lot of times when um, you know we get asked this a lot, uh, you know, well, if if a lot of favorites came in, you must have got killed. If a lot of underdogs came in, you must have done real well. Uh, yesterday, we did okay because we got the right balance. We don't want the right mix of favorites and underdogs. As a bookmaker, you never just want one side to sweep the other side. Uh, and but yesterday. We wound up okay considering we had three games fall three. Um, <laughs> when I say fall three, that means you know the favorite uh, having come three. I mean uh, it was the Vikings, uh, the Chargers, and then uh, uh, the Buccaneers oh, no. okay. uh, game uh, fell three. So uh, in spite of that, uh, it, it wound up being okay. It, and it was a little bit of a, I guess you call it a little strange. Like yesterday, our biggest decision in the morning. And Chris and I, uh, Chris Andrews, our director here, looked at each other and kind of did a double take. It was the Bills. The Bills was the biggest decision uh, of the morning. And, went, and it went, uh, of course, it went the, the better's way. Um, 
But it wound up being uh, wound up being a, a, another good, solid weekend, and uh, leading into uh, into tonight, of course. Are the Jets emerging as like a public team? Last couple of weeks, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say a public team, JBT. Um, but you know, there's there's value with the, with the Jets. Uh, you know, I mean, the game was. 13, open 13, and it, it wasn't even, you know, didn't get up to 14, and then where the professionals got, and they to start, they 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 believed in the uh, in the Jets uh, right away, and then you know the public, uh, they they came on board uh, later too. You also never want you know a situation where the public and the professionals are all on the same side, and right. then, uh, it happened. But I wouldn't quite say that they're a, a public team. Uh, but there's a lot more belief in the Jets um, and perceived value with the Jets uh, as as this season comes uh, uh, keeps moving along. Because you also mentioned the Bucks Rams game falling three. That's a game we haven't touched on yet. Uh, the Rams are favored now this week. Yeah. And I mean, what's your view on this team right now? Because they do not look like the defending Super Bowl champions. Well, no, they don't. Uh, I mean, there's several teams. You know, we we talk about surprise teams like the Jets. Certainly a surprise, right? Uh, uh, the Giants. You know, who were off this week. But there are teams that are a surprise for the, for the for the wrong reason. Both of them yesterday. I mean, you got yeah. the defending Super Bowl champs, not even 500. Uh, the Buccaneers. Um, Again, sub 500. Although going into you know now now they're tied for first and and, and you have a situation they're, they're four and five and you say but so who's got a uh, probably an easier road uh, or a better chance of making the playoffs probably the Bucks given the division uh, you know um, but the Rams are also a favorite this week uh, I, you can't say they have a home field advantage I mean they're sleeping in their own beds that's about the extent of it when you watch their games as more. Opposing fans there. When the 49ers were there last week, George oh, Kittle called gosh. it Levi South. Yeah, you know, and, and rightfully so. Um, but they're also playing a team that has really, I don't want to say underachieved, but has not performed up to where they were a year ago in terms of the Cardinals, right? So, you know, maybe, uh, you know, desperate measures kind of thing, Stormy and JVT, but. Uh, that number did move from we we didn't open at three. It, we opened at two and a half, and they went to three. And I think it was simply a play on the uh, uh, to get it to three. You know, laying uh, laying that price, figuring well, listen, if they don't get this, uh, if they're going to get this right, they have to start this week. I've been burned quite a few times by the Rams this year. Not this last weekend, so I'm proud of myself. I stopped. Uh, all right, let me ask you because we're watching this right here, Josh Allen. You mentioned it. Uh, yeah. What is that worth uh, in terms of a point spread? Where do you think this thing goes against Minnesota? Well, uh, they took uh, they took the uh, the eight uh, with uh, with Minnesota so far down to seven and a half. You'll probably see seven again. Um, is he going to? I, I mean, I think Josh Allen is he's, he's probable to play, right? I mean, he's, he's an absolute warrior. All week, yeah. But but he's still you know his running ability. I, the other. Listen, if he was going to get take a uh, you know take a, a hurt or, or there was going to be an injury, I wasn't so sure it was going to be his elbow, uh, you know, because of the awkward hit. That I thought it would mean maybe a concussion or something. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, he takes some really. He, he thinks he's a running back, and you know, God bless him, and I, I think he's a terrific talent. But I've seen him take hits late in games where games have been you know really you know uh, decided right. They're just kind of you know playing it out. You wonder why he's in the game some in, in some of these games. Not yesterday, of course. Uh, but he does take uh, take uh, quite a pounding. Um, what's it worth, JVT? If he if he doesn't play this week, and and of course it's the Vikings who have really performed uh, quite the opposite of what they did last year. You know, you know they're winning games by one one uh, uh, one score one score games. Last last year was the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll see this game uh, come down at least three points if if he does not go. But you're you're seeing a play. Uh, on better than a touchdown for the Vikings so with only one loss. Monday Night Football tonight, Raven Saints going head-to-head. What do you guys need here at South Point? Um, I'll tell you what, we uh, we don't need a three. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we opened it three. Um, it's down, it got down to one and a half. Uh, now, we uh, we went, we were, you know, bouncing uh, back and forth between two and a half and two. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I don't see us getting back to three at all in this game. Um, but we're at one and a half. Uh, we we could uh, we need the Saints uh, under is going to be I think uh, the key. And again, now the game is starting to get played under, so it's down to forty six. So, you know, again, Monday night is uh, I, I talk about this more often now than than uh, you know before Thursday night game. You know, you've, you've still got a standalone game, right? But that's the fuse. That's you know you're always in a, in a pretty good you can balance you know your, your books there but that gets everything rolling right well Monday night is the explosion because everything is tied to Monday night 
you know, no matter how you know uh, you, the book did over the weekend, there's always li- liability going to to both sides, whether. You know, it's and not so much in straight bets, but it's the multi leg bets. I'm sure, right? there's a lot yeah. of Saints teasers out yeah. there, right? There's teasers, there's parlays, and and of course, uh, you know. So I think the best scenario would be uh, tonight. So far, uh, if the uh, the Saints win the game, and um, you know, it probably comes uh, comes under a bit, but because uh, I think most folks will be uh, looking to parlay to the over. So. So what's tonight look like now that college basketball's yeah. back? Handle everything like that. It's it's, a, it's an exciting game. You mean the five hundred games? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it honestly, only seems that way. Today's uh, crazy because we have Monday Night Football. Yeah, college basketball's back. All thirty NBA teams are in action. Like yeah. it's a really good betting day. Yeah, no, it's a it's a terrific. This, this is probably going to be um, the, the 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 highest bet uh, betting game we've seen in the fall. When you look at it, your point, JVT. You know, you got even though you've only got a few NHL games, but they're going to get a lot of play because there'll be uh, uh, folks will, will tie them in. Um, but every uh, every NBA game, an enormous college basketball schedule, and everything that goes with it, right? So you've got you know the games themselves. You got first halves. You've got half times, and, and of course, oh by the way, you've got uh, the great tie-in. So anybody that didn't tie in anything over the weekend or doesn't have anything alive. Uh, going to Monday Night Football, they'll tie it in to, in, to multi-sport, so multi-leg slash multi-sport uh, games tonight. So uh, we're, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's been busy uh, all day, and every hour it gets busier and busier with uh, the uh, the activity. UNC, Gonzaga, Houston, Kentucky, the top four teams in the AP poll. Who are your t- top four teams? Nice college basketball. So I, I messed this question yes, up a year ago. I told, but I, but <laughs> I I told you this Monday you I would me. say hoops. All right, um, <laughs> Baylor. Uh, I think you have to con- uh, consider in there uh, Gonzaga, Kentucky, and Houston. She's looking for San Diego State. I think that's. I would have liked to. How far you want to go? Deep go. Oh, sorry. Oh um, man, no, they're no. that far down. No, Come no, on. no, no, they're, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're <laughs> not. They're not that far. But they're not in my top thirty. In the top twenty, though, in the AP to start so, the year again. Off. So. Polls. Maybe they can polls. work their way into your Stormy, power what rating. What do I always say about polls? Polls don't determine prices. That's I know. correct. Um, college football, though, yeah. it was—I mean—a crazy weekend. Three of the the top teams in all of football go down this week. Most notably, of course, Tennessee falling and Alabama. So, how do things play out in your updated power ratings? Because I know you had Alabama three for a long time. Where do they sit now? I still have them three. Again, okay. that's a matter of just power ratings and if they're going to play. I mean, look, they're they're a significant favorite this week at, at uh, you know Mississippi, uh, who's who's yet to lose as well, right? So, um, but still, Ohio State, uh, Georgia. Bama three, Michigan uh, number four, but Tennessee, I, I dropped them by by a couple of points. I think, look, this this Georgia team, uh, you know, their defense is 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 clicking at the right time. I, I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these next few weeks play out because there are every there are teams that are going to need to win, but there are teams that are watching everybody mm-hmm. else. Oregon is not out of this thing, right? No. I mean, they were in a top six last week in in in, in the committee's eyes. And now they're they've they've not lost since that first game of the year against Georgia. Mm-hmm. So that's a loss that bodes well for them from a timing standpoint and from certainly from a rating standpoint. Yeah, if they keep winning and they're one loss Pac-12 champion, you might see a Pac-12 might team see in it. the playoff. Would be cool. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate You're your time. Uh, we're gonna step aside. When we come back, it's overreaction Monday. Matt Rule and Frank Reich were the first two head coaches this NFL season out. Could this first-year head coach? be next. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to VEASAN Final Countdown. This segment presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zinn might surprise you. Zinn's made of six simple ingredients. It's completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Today, warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bonantoni and Jonathan Von Tobel on the desk today. No Matt Brown. He will be back tomorrow, though. Um, just enjoying the LSU win over Alabama from this past weekend. I'm very jealous that he got to be there yes. at the game. But we have college hoops on deck today, already underway, but more than 120 games on the slate. So as a better, how do you like decipher all of the sports that are going on right now and college hoops getting underway? So I, I start personally, I start pretty slow because I, mean, I want, I want to watch these teams. Cause obviously like there's a lot of information out there, right? But it's also, it's a lot of projections. There's a lot of new kids. I mean, it's the talent pool so deep. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of guys you really haven't really seen. So unless it's a lot of teams that you know about, then I think you, I mean, personally want to take it so much slow. And you also want to stick to, I think what, you know, right? So for example, I used to cover the mountain West. I actually still do sidelines for UNLV basketball and football. And, um, and I write about the Mountain West and the West Coast Conference every single year for our betting guide. So I feel like I have a little bit more of a feel for those teams. So I tend to, when I start with college basketball, wade into those waters first as opposed to really anything else. So, like, for example, I bet New Mexico and Southern Utah today. I bet Southern Utah plus seven and a half. I really like this New Mexico team quite a bit. I think they're a very skilled team. I think there's an argument they have the best backcourt in the Mountain West but I don't think they project to be a very good defensive team. The market's got them a seven and a half point favorites against the Southern Utah squad. That is very well coached. Former UNLV assistant coach, Todd Simons over there. They returned quite a few starters and some good talent as well. So I like that's, it's a small play. It's like a half unit play for me. And I just kind of wade in kind of slow and then watch as it goes, you know? No. And I think that's a good pro tip too, for anybody out there. And pro tips <laughs> reminder, we do those every hour here at the network, at 20 of them per quick. day. Yeah, she, Stephanie's just a genius with the, the typing over there, but with college hoops, you know, stick to conferences that you're most familiar with until the season really gets going and there's more information out there. I think that's yeah. great. You get small, you get better sample sizes of data. You get actual data in terms of how they play. You get rotations, all that kind of stuff. You get to watch them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, that's that's how, at least how I do it. But there's some guys who study them all and get ready to go. And, you know, our guy, Greg Hoops Peterson, is just <laughs> yes. firing away when it starts. Yes, and I mean, we're all balancing NFL and college football and college hoops right now, so taking it a little bit slow. But, Greg, I... I don't know if that man legitimately sleeps more than two hours a night. It's incredible how he, like, he does the lengthy podcast, break it down every single yep. game, every day. It's in crazy. between viewings of minions, I, yes. I think he does find <laughs> that's time just in the to, background. To, in the background. To, to handicap college basketball. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. Um, like we said, college hoops underway today. Is there anything else that you like today or we're considering? So I haven't played it yet, uh, but UNLV and Southern later today. I, I don't think UNLV. I think is going to be an awesome defensive team. They, they project to be really, really good. Uh, they brought in a lot of guys, Big Twelve guys actually, uh, that have really good defensive resumes uh, and a couple of guys from other places like uh, Luis Rodriguez from the SEC played in Mississippi. Uh, and I think they're going to be really good on that end. But being able to like sit around and watch them in practice as well, that's a little insight that I get. And I don't know if they're going to be very good offensively. You know, like one of their key guards this year, Keyshawn Gilbert, only averaged two points a game last year. Super good defender, but really kind of trying to work his offensive game. They're really hoping uh, that guys like uh, Harkless, who comes in from uh, Oklahoma, uh, is going to be able to play at a pretty high level offensively. But their guard play is not going to be great on that end. But I, I really believe in them defensively. 
So like under 135 and a half or 135, I think is the total in their game against Southern today. Uh, a team that also wants to be a little bit better defensively and slower paced. I thought that that was probably the way to go. I haven't played it yet because mm-hmm. it's kind of just sitting out there at 135. So I'll make a decision at some point. But that was the other one that I was messing around with. And I know Vinny wasn't as high on my Aztecs here to start the season, but you were the one that broke down the Mountain West Conference. You said San Diego State's going to be legit, so I'm trusting you. Oh, yeah, they're going to be awesome. Well, you know, it helps, too. I mean, I think they're going to be very good. Uh, but Graham E.K., who is the projected preseason player of the year for Wyoming, uh, it was actually found out two days ago he's going to be out for six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So that just makes things easier because now one of the best players in the conference is barely getting rolling once conference plays begins. And, you know, your Aztecs were already projected to be much better than them. I think uh, by Ken Palm, they were 14 wins in conference, I remember correctly, and Wyoming was projected when 11 or 12. So there's a little bit of a gap between San Diego State. But now they have Matt Bradley still there. Uh, they still have what's-his-face at center that have, his name escapes me. I'll look it up right now and tell you who it is. Uh, but regardless, this is going to be a really good team, and it's going to be – annoyingly, the best team in the Mountain West. SDSU Aztecs fight, baby. Love it. It is overreaction Monday uh, when it comes to the NFL. Lots of, I mean, craziness that just happened yesterday, which I feel like is a recurring theme every single week in the NFL. But I've got some overreactions for you, and you can tell me if it's a proper reaction or how you feel about it. But we are going to start with the NFC West and the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith is going to carry Seattle to a division title. I don't think it's an overreaction. I mean, you're also talking to somebody that's very, not anti-Jimmy Garoppolo, but very like Jimmy Garoppolo is not really that good, and he can implode at any moment. And so San Francisco could probably not, like, run away with the division. And, by the way, what are you running away from? I mean, Seattle's kind of keeping up with them. So I would say no, I don't think that's crazy at all. Pete Carroll has shown that he's actually a pretty good coach, and he knows what he's doing. So, no, I don't think so. And Geno Smith keeps on just climbing different Man, I think Player were, futures, individual awards. They were double digits to win this division like two weeks ago, I think, if I remember correctly. I mean, it's crazy watching them. This four-game win streak, every win has been by double digits. Crazy. Yep. Gino, 15 passing touchdowns, just four interceptions on the year. Best completion percentage in the My NFL. Fantasy Who'd steal of the season. Un- you have him on fantasy? That's right. No way. Got him, on, got him as a free what? agent. Nobody cared. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have Aaron Rodgers and Daniel Jones, so that gives you any insight into how rough my season yes. has been. Um, speaking of which, the Packers should just let Jordan Love play at this point. Just give the guy experience. I would say no. I don't know. Like, it's because here's the thing. Like, I guess it would make some sense if to a certain extent they, they would be able to improve their draft position and all that kind of stuff. But you also put a lot of money into Aaron Rodgers. And I feel like in the NFC, if you kind of turn things around, you can still grab that seventh seed in a really weird conference at this point right now. So I would say eh, it's a little overreaction. Also, Jordan Love's not that good, so. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. You know, but I get these to get the juices flowing, you know. Uh, Tom Brady may have saved the Buccaneers season yesterday with that final drive against the Rams. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's an overreaction at all. This division sucks, right? Like, that's part of it. Like, that, that was always kind of the case with Tampa Bay is if you just get a little momentum. I mean, we were talking about this two weeks ago when the Panthers, if the Panthers would have won that game against Atlanta, they would have been three and zero in the division. So no, this, this division really stinks. The fact that the Falcons dropped that game against the chargers makes things, everything better for you. Now, do I think they should be minus 175 favorites? No, especially there's a saints team that's playing some decent football. And if they win this game today, they're going to be in pretty good position. Their quarterback play has been solid. Uh, I also have a, Taking on the Saints to win this division before the season started, so I'm trying to speak it into existence. But, uh, no, I I don't think that's an overreaction at all. Like, that's a really big deal in a division that stinks and nine wins could win it. Yeah, Falcons kicking themselves that they couldn't get a win done this past week. But, I mean, just a magical finish. Tom Brady, 5 of 6, 53 yards and a touchdown on the drive that began with just 44 seconds left on the clock. Looked like vintage Tom Brady to get the win. And, like... I don't like to talk bad on on coaching, but the like defensive coaching decisions that happened on that final drive, continuing to let Tom Brady get those quick outs to the sideline, three consecutive pass plays to set up the touchdown. Like I just don't understand. No, I, I would agree with you. Uh, I would disagree. It's fun to talk crap about coaches, right? That's what they're they're paid millions of dollars. We should do this. Uh, no, I would agree. And I look, like, that's the other thing. Like we we talk about this. We make like all the time. Like the collective we. They're called prevent defenses because it prevents you from winning games. Yeah. Like it's, it's they're not playing to win. They're playing not to lose, <laughs> right. which it's, inevitably leads you to losing the game. And especially a guy like if you're going to give him space and his guy's space to run around, Tom Brady's going to find it. As bad as this offense has been, he is still Tom Brady. And you saw it. You give him an opportunity, and he's going to take it. And sure enough, he did. Josh McDaniels, to pay off the tease, okay. should be the next coach fired. Hmm. I'm not going to disagree. They've had some bad losses, man. Like, these blown leads are really bad. Three 17-point losses, JVT. 
No, I agree. Like, I won't. I don't think it's an overreaction. We've seen. I mean, I, fr- I framed that poorly, but you know what yes. I meant. Let up seventeen yes. point leads. Yeah, blown seventeen point leads. Uh, no, I, I don't think you're crazy at all. Like this. T- and here's the thing: why it's not insanely crazy because this team came with expectations. This is this is was a ten win team last year who got to the playoffs, albeit lost, but still had some expectations after adding Devontae Adams that they were going to be maybe back where they were even better. I would say maybe like it was a little foolhardy to expect that given how bad their defense was and still is. Um, but at the end of the day, when you've had multiple second halves where you're getting held to like three points or fewer and your offense has been really struggling and you were brought in with Devontae Adams to make this a much more explosive unit, I think that's where you're kind of looking around and going, all right, what's going on? And personally, some of the things that I have heard, it does seem kind of like a nightmare uh, behind the scenes mm-hmm. out there from a uh, you know player management standpoint, we'll just say. All right. Uh, go rapid fire for this last minute here. Zing through them quickly. Eagles are going to have an undefeated season. Overreaction or not? Yes, overreaction. We saw what just happened with the Bills. Ugh, 9-1 to go 17-0, just saying. The AFC East is the best division in football. Oh, absolutely not, no. <laughs> They're all over 500. Yeah. Well, no other division can say that. Like, no, no other division not. can say that. You can give me a little. Okay. A little well, they, uh, I would say the Jets, uh, they are very good defensively, but their offense stinks, and they are uh, skating on thin ice with Zach Wilson playing quarterback. So then who is it, NFC East? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. All right. The Titans would have won last night had Ryan Tannehill played. No, I don't think that's an overreaction. Sure, I agree with that. Tannehill's well, solid, ooh. I guess. I'll give it to him. Malik Willis, 5 of 16. No completions to wide yeah, receivers. Um, great. Interesting there. Last one. Justin Fields should be in the Offensive Player of the Year conversation. 101 right now, JVT. Absolutely not. Call me when he throws for more than 210 yards. <laughs> well, he rushed for nearly that many. You got to so be able to throw it, too. There you go. As a quarterback <laughs> in this day and age. Um, we're going to set aside our two on the way. Matt's favorite segment. We're doing it without him. But Prop Watch ahead. Monday Night Football Edition with the Saints and Ravens. Head to head tonight in prime time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.